0: And we're here on the k Podcast, Ken Brown from WJR Radio, Michael DetroitLions. dot DetroitLions.com as we talk Lions football. Hello, Michael Hara. Hello, Ken Brown. How are you doing? Pretty dude? good, pretty good, pretty good. Okay. Uh, we've reached the bye week, early bye week. I don't remember... And I should have looked this up. Last week, the bye week was later, I remember, but I don't remember exactly. I know it was after the Philly game, right, when they had the bye it was week. After the
1: fourth, it was after the fourth game last year. So just about basically cut the schedule in half.
0: And uh, that was the game, if my memory serves me correctly, that didn't um, Anthony Lynn get the uh, Ziggy or the demotion after that well, game? Well,
1: when they came back. He didn't get fired. He just got, got demoted. Got
0: demoted, right, after he came back. So, right. Okay.
1: Yeah, when they came back, right. That's That's when – you know, when Ben Campbell said he was going to take a deep dive into the offense, and and and, and he did. <laughs> yeah. well,
0: I, I assume he's going to take a deep dive into the whole team this time because they're sputtering into the break at one and four and a terrible loss Sunday. And I, before people get started, I told you I'm not getting excited about this season. I'm not getting too emotional about it, but I'm just stating facts. That not only did I think, and I, it wasn't a lack of playing hard or not this week, I just thought they didn't play smart and use the things, the advantages that they had going into the game. And Belichick basically outcoached Campbell. Just well, I think this was a coach a game. Big,
1: is that a big surprise? Yes, I thought that, Campbell. That Belichick would outcoach out, out somebody? No, it's not That's a surprise shocking?
0: that he outcoached them, but by the margin, he outcoached them. I just thought that. Campbell looked like a rookie coach, and Belichick looked like a, a, a seasoned veteran. Well, he's, he's he's had time now. He's had Miami and he's had here, so he's had at least wait, two wait, years.
1: Hold it. stop just a second. What do you mean that Bill Belichick looked like a seasoned coach? He does. No, I
0: didn't say he looks like. So I said he made um, Campbell look like an unseasoned coach. Right, look, My gosh, you can't, uh, are we gonna be, is this a podcast we're going to be defending Campbell all game well, I just no. want to know now where we're Let's going with this not. before we start so I can know how to approach you because if this Culture is the defend, we can have okay. a separate podcast cause <laughs> of defending Dan Campbell like defending your life with, funny, like the defending your life when we want to defend Dan Campbell we can do it later and I'm, I'm not butchering I'm not saying he should be fired like half the town is already because they want to fire a coach every two game losing streak and that's why you never build a program but He's got to be better.
1: He could be better. He's he got to be, be better. better,
0: and he's got to stop this stupid gambling. i i it's fine. Play the percentages sometime. The first going for it, I wouldn't have did. I'm not gonna kill him for not for doing it. But if you don't get it, which you didn't, it puts the team the rookie quarterback's first start. He gets the ball on his side of the field where he can, probably can go ten yards and get a field goal, and that gives him confidence. I, you put him back on the fifteen or. Uh, the 20 or the 5 or whatever, and you make him go the full length of the field, he might turn the ball over and he might be done for the whole game. I just thought that that was just a little too aggressive.
1: What if you get the first down drive for a touchdown? What does that do? Okay, but even if you win, even if you get a
0: touchdown, Mike, the other quarterback is going to start in a place of comfort or he's going to start in a place of uncomforting And he started at inside the like I said, inside their fifty. So he started sure. in a comfortable place. Why even do that with a guy making his first start? Make it make it uncomfortable for him. Okay, you, you gave up trying to go for seven, but still, let's get the way this game was gonna be won was you had to get Zappy rattled. And they never did because they couldn't rush the passer. So even the situations you put him in, he was comfortable. Matter of well, fact, if you want to ask about it. Golf looked more uncomfortable in that game than Zappi did.
1: Well, he certainly was under a lot more stress than Zappy was too, Ken. I mean, let's be realistic here. The Lions didn't have a sack. They didn't have a quarterback hit. Not one sack, not one quarterback hit. That's what I'm saying. Previous week, no sacks. Yeah. The previous week, one sack.
0: Well, they could have had a sack or a hit, but El Toro Hutchinson blew by the guy. He had him dead to rights and blew by him. So that was a, a a zero zero on the scorecard. He's got to it's go into more with, control, man.
1: You mean El Cordobes, the great the great uh
0: Matador? Fighter.
1: El Cordoviz, the matador, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. It's been so long since I've been to a bullfight that I forgot to Yeah. What yeah.
0: Well you you haven't been to the Detroit bullfighting uh, arena? <laughs> <laughs> so um <laughs> so the team limps in at one and three. Um I under my preseason predictions, which mean nothing, this game to game stuff is idiotic. I had them at two and three at this time. And um, so I'm one game off where I thought, but there are some concerning things and there are some bright spots and I don't want to deal with the game. If you've got any thoughts on the game, I'll let you give them now because I'm not going to dwell too much in a,
1: a no, game I'm not, that but was 29. I, I, even, I just would like to go just to one thing. Okay. To show you how, how things change and don't change in a game. And I'll give you this, the Lions had one, one possession in the third quarter, which is not unusual. You know, uh, the Patriots had the first possession of the third quarter, had a long drive, driving to a field goal. Lions get the ball, Then the Patriots get the ball again and eat up the rest of the clock. So That's not a big deal, but think about this. Eight plays, 41 yards, give the ball up on downs. Next possession, 11 plays, 73 yards, give up the ball on downs. Next possession, six plays, 33, ball on downs. The next one, we're in the fourth quarter now. Seven, uh, seven plays, fifty-seven yards. Give up the ball on downs. They had possessions. They had, they moved the ball. They didn't cash in at all. They would, it, it was just part of the game. It was just failure after failure after failure to take any advantage of the positions they had. No, you're right.
0: You're exactly right. And I'm not,
1: and I'm not saying this is. I'm not defending them. It's not a good thing. It's a bad thing. Even starting out earlier in the game when when. The Patriots have, what, first and tenth or 33-yard line? I'm not sorry, three-yard line. You'll let, you let them out? Yeah. No, I'm not going to. But, so the, like I said, I said. The only reason I'm bringing that up is it's a failure to take advantage of opportunities.
0: Well, when you got golf on interception in the red zone on first down, and I went back and looked at that play, the Hawkins are down the sideline. He waited till he got down to where the safety could even make a play. Hawkinson was open from the time he released. He could have threw that ball out there two seconds earlier and then let Hawkinson run. He could have did anything or threw it out of bounds if he thinks the play's not there wide open. And you get at least three out of that field out of that possession right there. You get nothing. And then mm. the fumble recovery was 6 nothing when the fumble recovery for the touchdown. Mike, that play was big. But do you remember the play right before that? That got him into that I, long third and fourth and a half.
1: He, well, he, he
0: he he would he didn't give Reynolds the ball, he almost fumbled it because he's holding he was panicking those
1: last two plays. You know, and that's the third the, and, he's been in the, the league too long for that. Third. It was third and four, and they lost five yards. Because because it was one of those option plays, and he uh, yeah.
0: he he puts the ball on Reynolds' hip, where Reynolds has to go back and grab it. Otherwise, it was about to be a fumble, and then he loses five yards on the play. Golf, those last two plays were all the quarterback.
1: Well, I I understand exactly what you're saying. I'm not sure on, on plays like that, but it's always the quarterback's fault because sometimes the running back will take the wrong. The wrong angle you don't know that for sure no but the quarterback you
0: know that. on that option play has to read either keep it or give it right okay. he did he tried to half keep it half give it Then the last minute he gives it to him and he gave it to him on his hip and then put it in his stomach where he's it was just a like i said golf was rattled that whole game i
1: i, I agree i don't know about it was the whole game but as it, as it developed and as it went on he just never looked comfortable i was you know i was covering, if you want to call it that, the game by watching on television and listening on radio, and, they, and play-by-play guys that he never looked comfortable.
0: And this is the reason he got his butt ran out of L.A. And before everybody starts saying, "Now nah, this is the guy for sure you go with, you got to sit back and let it play out because I'm telling you right now, he's, re, he's he plays good when there's no heat and they have a good offensive line, so he hasn't been taking a lot of heat lately. But quarterbacks are made on games where you're taking the heat where you you make up for it and you make plays when the heat is on you and I haven't seen that yet that's what I'm waiting to see if he's improved on that well we'll see i'm going to let it play out that's let what i said let it, let, it let it play out let it play out let it play out let it play out and the, the Cuda Hall of Fame speech, I don't want to hear that anymore. You guys get two games everybody's got him in the hall. Let it play out. But
1: don't, don't give me you guys. I didn't say that, okay? I'm not saying you. Opinion. When I say well, you, guys, saying, you, the, you guys, at,
0: at office, guys. I, I, but, I'm talking to the mass media The mass media and fans. I'm talking I to think everybody but me. To the yeah. I'm talking to everybody but me because I'm the one that said I'm going to let this whole thing play out over the year and then we'll talk about it. Now, one thing I do want to say, though, is the few things I have learned in these first five games that I think are undisputable truths. Is, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Is that the, You said I went to court this week. Hold uh, on a second. I, uh, the that's that's right. truth by Kim Brown. The truth by Kim Brown. The undisputable truth. get truths. down
1: on one knee? Hold on. I yes, get, get on the, one, put one knee. Put your hand on your heart.
0: Undisputable truths. Thanks truth for heart.
1: sprinkling the water on my head. Okay, go ahead.
0: They need more talent on defense. Absolutely. There are players on defense that I think you can either try to move away from or don't play anymore and find some other guys that they're just never going to do what you want them to do. And I'm talking about high draft picks and I'm talking about players that you were dependent on coming into the year. I think you can make the judgment right now. They're not going to help you. They're just filling I would, in players.
1: I would agree with that. They're, I think they're short on talent and defense. Look, I think you could bring the same offense back to these players and, and, and do well enough. I really do. I think in fact, they're missing a couple of guys that you know they haven't had DeAndre Swift for what about a third of the season or a quarter of the se- or a quarter of the first five games, and you know and, and uh, Saint Brown has been injured, missed one game, wasn't himself in another game, and a couple of injuries up front on the offensive line. I'm not worried. If I'm the Detroit Lions, I'm not worried about my offense. I mean, you're going to have to add and subtract to it. That happens every year, but the core of it is, is, is more than good enough to play winning football with the defense. No, it's not good enough at all. It's not good enough to compete. It's not good enough to contend at all, at all.
0: Not a lot of fire out there. And, and see, I got two tests for the defense. And um, last year, it was Anzalone, who is marginal at best. Good guy, good leader, I guess. Marginal at best. I thought at the end of the year it would be an upgrade made, but there wasn't. And then I didn't think he was coming back, but he did. And he's still your starter, and he's still probably your best, well, close to your best. Rodriguez is a rookie, so I'm not going to say he's the best linebacker, but the talent level did not increase in your linebackers over there. You just got a rookie that's playing pretty well, decent right now. So when I see guys like that come out of the lineup and better talent come in, then I say, okay, the defense is getting better players. But they're not getting better players. They added a rookie, Hutchinson, who is still trying to figure it out, They added a rookie Rodriguez, who's still trying to figure it out. You lost Tracy Walker, who was your best back defensive player. Akuta's back, and I think that evens out. And everybody else is not playing as good as last year.
1: I think you're selling Rodriguez a little bit short, but I don't think just him alone is the answer. But, no, I think he's he's upgraded that one position out of 11. Doesn't mean he's in... Look, he's not Lawrence, you know, he's not LT at all, you know, but 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 I think he has upgraded that particular position, one position out of 11 on defense.
0: Yeah, well, like I said, you, um, you're missing a second That's, round pick, Levi Anzarike from last year. Yep. That's hurtful right now because he'd be a player that'd be playing a lot of time. I do think McNeil is getting better. I do too, yeah. I do, too, be yeah. I do yeah. think he's getting better. And then they move him around a little bit, make him more of a, a three-technique guy this week and let him Yeah, get you in know, there more. they
1: have. Yeah, they talk about knockbacks, and I think he had a couple of those in that game. That's look. That's the, the, the. I I think he held up his his end of the bargain on Sunday, and I think he will too. Yeah. I think you know. Look, sometimes you got to have players for a while and find out what they do best and what they don't do quite as well. I think he falls into that category. And look, he's certainly a powerfully built athlete. That's for sure, and he's got some athleticism to him too. All right. All
0: right. I'm ready to make my my biggest uh, my biggest thing that I want to happen in this off off week and coming up to the trade deadline, and I know it's going to, be uncont- going to be controversial, but I think you have a trade piece that you can trade and get a defensive player in here this year, and like I said, with teams like Carolina and fired their coach, and you got Derrick Brown over there, Burns over there, you got a couple of guys that would be helpful that you can get without giving up a first-round pick. I think you ought to try to do that, but I'm telling you right now, and me and you talked about this earlier on, you're not going to comment on it, I understand. I think T.J. Hawkinson should be a trade chip. I just think he should be a trade chip. I think that the offense you're running, you're not dependent on a tight end to catch the ball. Basically, you need your tight end to block, catch a few. Hawkinson is more explosive for a team that can, that uses tight ends differently. He's got one year left on his deal. I just think it, he's shown enough to where you can move him and get something back for him.
1: I just think that would leave a giant hole in that offense. No, I, I would not do it. I would not.
0: Well, it's not going to leave a hole offensively because they're not using him. they used him in one game. He's not He's not a week-by-week week targeted offense. It, if
1: you, but if you put in another – look, let's not get too technical about this, but if you, if you put in another tight end like Brock Wright, then all of a sudden they're not going to double him. That's that, that you know, that, that puts the pressure on – on, on somebody else offensively. And so it's, you know, you win a little bit, but you lose a lot. I mean, he gets doubled, you know, game after game, play after play, play after play. I'm talking about Hawkinson. So if you take that away, you lose that threat, and it just goes to somebody else. So I don't think you're really gaining anything.
0: I just think he's a – I just think for the needs you have, you can sacrifice a little offense. And plus, if you got a better blocker in there, it's going to help your offense more than T- Hawkinson's offense. Because he's terrible at blocking. He gets a penalty every week. He got a big one last week. He's not a good blocker. And he's not your one, two, or three target, it looks like, in this offense. It looks like it's Brown, Swift when he's your running back. And it looks like after that you got chalk, and then you're going to have Williams coming in. And even um, uh, James Reynolds. I mean, it looks like they're targeting these guys more. So I'm just saying he's a fourth target.
1: Well, I don't think I think he's a th- the third target. I think Josh Reynolds is, is is number two. So I don't I don't include the running back in there. I'm talking about the receivers. So
0: that's what I would look at. But I don't know if they're gonna make I don't know if Holmes is a deadline dealer or not. You know, he's only been here a year, and I don't think they did anything last year. You know, um, one thing I said about the guy before, he would make a deal at the deadline. You know, Bob Quinn, he would make a deal. Bob Quinn, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I don't know how, how. Um, Brad Holmes. I tell you one thing: Brad Holmes is failing in the kicker category, and you can put that blame all on Brad Holmes for this. And there was no excuse for them not to be prepared to kicker this year. At least with somebody that you were good enough, you felt good enough to go with. Not a competition, not moving kickers in and out every week. You should have had one kicker in camp that you knew you were going with, and not the guy well, Siebert.
1: Well, they did. They had two, two, two kickers, and one was Robbie Patterson. Them going. They, and kept uh, kept Austin Seifert,
0: yeah. Well,
1: who has was, since been really been injured and, re- and released. Right. I thought Robbie Patterson. The one thing he lacked was distance, but he certainly didn't lack accuracy. And apparently, he's doing a good job down in Jacksonville now. Yeah.
0: And the thing about Siebert, Not- it was he was hurt in Cincinnati. He was hurt here. I mean, you you can you can't de- you can't depend on it. The track record is out there. It was out there the whole time, and he got hurt here. He's missed time. And then when that missed time comes, you got to start the carousel of kickers, and it's just go get a kicker. So Brad Holmes, no excuse next year. You better that better be one of your all season
1: priorities. Well, listen, Kenny, I covered like three kickers in forty years here: Eddie Murray, uh, Jason Hansen, and and, uh, and uh, what was his last one?
0: And Prater.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry, Prater. Matt Prater. I've covered like three quarter three kickers in the last five weeks. Right. Exactly. That's that's, uh, that's it's it's amazing how things change. Yep, it yeah. is.
0: So we go into the bye week. Um I don't I don't do the grading and all that because, like I said, our season's gonna play out. But they got a gauntlet coming out of this um yes, they bye do. week, man. They go to Dallas and you think uh New England's defense was tough. But Dallas right now may have the best defense in the league. Well, At least they got yes, one that puts a
1: lot of pressure on. New England's defense was tough, but it wasn't just a swarming where you you can't get the ball off or anything like that. Oh look, they had a good day, but that was that, that was probably their best defensive day of the season sure. so far. But they're not. I don't think anybody actually absolutely fears their defense. Now, uh, sometimes it's it's tough to tough to operate against because of the way you know with the game plan specific style they have. But it's it, it's not like it's not like what the Cowboys have. That's that you're in the bouldering with them.
0: But you know what? I'm looking forward to it, and I'm looking forward to the Sewell on Michael Parsons. I'm looking forward to that matchup. I'm looking forward to Sewell on Decker. I mean Parsons on Decker. I'm looking forward to the the, the two t- tackle matchup with him. I want to see, you know, you drafted Sewell ahead of Parsons. This is what I this is what you drafted him for. You know, I want to see it, and I'm looking forward to that. And that's the one thing about it: if the line plays the way I think they can play. They ought to match up with that defensive line. And let's see. If you if you say you're that good, here's your chance.
1: Well, Micah Parsons, you know, I, I think we both liked him going into the draft and wouldn't have drafted him for, for other reasons.
0: Right. I, think I,
1: agree. At Penn State.
0: I agree.
1: But I, he's, some people think he's the, the most valuable player on defense and maybe the most valuable player in the league. I don't buy that. But, look, Cowboys are on a good, good roll right now, and – Part of that reason is, a lot of that reason is, is the defense was able, you know, to pick up the slack when they lost their starting quarterback for four games, and they won all four of them. So that's what you want your defense for. That's what a good defense does when things are, you know, when when you absolutely have to have them, they're there. Well, Lions, their defense hasn't been there.
0: Well, speaking of defense, and we'll talk to the Lions, any chance of any improvement? I, like I said, me and you talked about this last week. I'd bring Jared Davis up. I would bring I said, him up. They right, haven't, like but six I minutes. would.
1: You know? I said that on our podcast a couple of weeks ago.
0: Right, I bring him up. But it, where is the improvement going to come from? And after that question, Mike, when is the honeymoon on Campbell starting? To end?
1: Well, I don't know. It's, look, it starts when anybody ever wants it to start. I think. I think that I'm not. I don't know this for sure, but I think uh, Josh Paschal might be up in the next couple of games. Uh, maybe one of the cornerbacks will come back. Kaminsky Three was Jacob. a big loss too. Yeah, he was. I think Jerry. I think Jerry Jacobs might be back in a, in a couple of weeks. Maybe not. The, maybe not. Maybe not Dallas. Maybe not Miami. But the third week back, something like that. And you're right about Kaminsky. He was a tough guy inside. He really. He really well, if you think about it, Mike, and... the
0: defense played his best the game. He got hurt in the uh, Washington game. I mean, they haven't right. played the same since since he got it since he left. So uh, hopefully, he'll be back soon. Um, we Levi is rocky i I've already written him off. If I get anything out, he's like a, a six can of beer in a pack. If I get anything out of that last one, you know, i would be happy because I, like I said, <laughs> I, I was expecting a lot from him. Second round pick. He, he all that
1: take out take your erase and erase that line, okay? Don't use it again.
0: <laughs> it's beneath you. All that, all that cursing <laughs> he did at the day of draft. I think he thought coming, old, coming, old, coming old, here yeah. raising hell with all that cursing he was doing and acting yeah. up and hadn't done nothing, hadn't done nah. nothing. So well, he
1: played. I think he played all seventeen. Yeah, but he didn't, didn't do anything. anything. Yeah, he played. He didn't nah. do anything.
0: His back was hurt. He didn't do anything. And he might yep. might be a like, I don't know if you call him medical red shirts, but it, that may just be a thing where he, he's out of Could it be. and it happens sometimes that's football it happens so but you got to make up for it now you know you that's a missing second round pick and that was a a high second round pick if my memory serves correctly now you you get nothing out of
1: so you got to make yeah, that i up. think i think the third or fourth pick of the second round something like that yeah it was a lot high. of people I know it was had a great yeah a lot of people had him rated as a as a first-round pick in the 20s, right. you know you look, right. you look like a look like just a a bargain from right. For, for the That's Lions. the way things turn out. But then didn't you got out that you
0: got two uh, free agents that you didn't draft last year, Jacobs and Parker, that played a lot for you last year, and are are back or going to be playing a lot this year. It looks like Parker just got put back on the active roster, and, and um, Jacobs is going to be playing soon. So. Maybe that's the makeup. You got two players you didn't draft that contributed, and the one player you did draft is not. So, yeah. you know, that's just the way football is. But they got us. If they can do one or the other in this last part of the season, either stop the run or be stingy with the pass, one or the other they got to sell out for. You either got to make it where we're going to be a, a, a defensive back thing. They can run it on us, but they're not going to pass it on us, or they're going to pass on us. I think it would be easier if they try to be – Stop the run by whatever means, and then just you know get shredded in the pass, which will be okay.
1: Well, Kenny, I think they I think they could have a better pass rush. But when I say that, they had seven sacks in the first five games. They're so far, you know, below the you know rum line there or whatever you want to call it. That it doesn't take much to improve, you know, mathematically. But it, can they really improve to the fact to the point where they're a factor, where they dominate?
0: Well, you know, have, if have you get game. one if you get one pass rusher yeah. that can really rush the passer, then the rest of the team will get sacks. I mean, it's like right now they don't have anybody that the other team is concerned about but as I'm a talking, pass you, yeah, rusher. That's
1: what I'm talking about right now. I'm not right. looking down the line. I'm saying, though, I'm but if you can about... get
0: one of these guys to become a, 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 a real pass rusher, it'll open up everybody else. And then you'll see the sack numbers go up. But right now – the whole line is contained, and I'm not blaming Aiden Hutchinson, but he can be a little better. But also, you know, you pay Charles Harris to do something, man. He he, he had a good play against Washington. But besides that, I haven't I've been impressed. And uh, no, like you said, Aquara, uh, we don't even think he's coming back this year. And who was your best Romeo, pass rusher? No, I'm talking, talking about really Romeo. Who was your best oh, pass is? rusher year before last and the first part of last year before he got hurt?
1: And look at Julian Okoro, too, his brother. Look, he had a really nice year last year. He had 13 games. He had five sacks. This year, four games. Has not got to the quarterback once.
0: Yeah. Isn't he playing a different position, too, this year? Isn't he more of a backer than a – I don't know what, but you're right. He's got to step it up, too. Um, So, and Austin Bryant and these guys, somebody's got to step it up. So, I'll just put it like that. If they're going to get to my eight wins, like I thought, eight, nine wins where I thought they were going to be, the defense has just got to play better. It's just so a- you're just upset because they're letting you down. <laughs> well, they're only one game behind right now where I thought. I'm not worried about yeah. that. But the thing when you look back on it, they really could be three and two right now. Easily three and two. You know?
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. That's see, and I'm talking to about, see, I'm not up, even talking about yeah. Sunday's
0: game, I'm talking about the Seattle game. And yep. the um Minnesota game. No, easily three and two right now.
1: Just couldn't couldn't get a snap at the end. Yeah. That was awful. And even
0: awful. last week, when before the golfs fumble, the game was six to nothing. It was a six nothing game. You know, you you, you don't take that fourth down play kick the field goal at six three or six nothing. Changes the whole second half of the game. Well even if you miss it's still six nothing. That's what I said. Well, even if you miss, but yeah, either you still you know, it even changes missed, the whole game. Yeah. And golf has been in the league too long for that. You're not going to outrun those guys on the edge. What, what, what do you think? You're going to Michael Vick around the corner? I mean, what, you, you know who you are.
1: He's got some undiscovered talents that we haven't seen. Yeah, fumbling. I've seen that one. <laughs> Stumbling, rumbling, right. fumbling.
0: So Dan Campbell said he'll take a look at everything this week. So we'll see if he comes out with anything by the time they start practice next, I'm assuming next Monday or Tuesday. Um, Monday when they start practicing. We'll see if he does anything or if he makes any changes or some of the young guys come back or new guys come back. So, it'll just take a week off to sit around, get healthy. Hopefully Swift can come back and play. DJ Chalk who I'm very disappointed in can do something. I see why he's got talent. He's a big receiver but I I just, even the games he's played, I haven't seen the I haven't seen it yet, you know, the it. I haven't seen it. I've seen more out of Reynolds. Reynolds does yeah, impress me more than than Chalk.
1: Yeah, that time that he and, and, and uh, Goff spent together at the Rams, that that's carried over here to Detroit. It yeah. really is. They seem to have a connection. Yeah. And I don't he, think.
0: He just looks like when he runs, too. That, I mean, just on the field, he just looks like a receiver. And Chalk just looks like a big guy running patterns right now. I'm sure it might change or whatever, but. Reynolds just looks like a receiver, and Chalk looks uncomfortable out there. So, maybe that'll change. Even the one touchdown he caught, you know, the ball fell right into his arm. It wasn't like he made the hell of a move and got open. It was a good pass. So, I just want to see him do more. He's 6'4". He should be out there. He should be doing it. Okay, we're devaluing touchdown catches. No, I'm not devaluing. <laughs> I'm just saying it wasn't a play that Chalk – oh, wow. Chalk made the hell of a play well, we the in the bat. play, in the play for a from the touchdown. To throw
1: the ball to him and catch it. Right, okay, but I'm on, talking about –
0: I expect him, I, mean, I don't say I expect Calvin Johnson out of him, but I expect a 6'4 receiver to be like on third down that you just throw anywhere near him, he's going to get it. I expect him to outrun some guys. I, mean, I just expect more. I saw him in camp. He was making play after play after play. But I haven't seen it in the games.
1: Well, a lot of that, that stuff, Kenny, a lot of that goes to Amon, Amon Ross St. Brown. So it's, that's – that's sure. clearly the go-to guy. So, I, what, I'm going Twenty-eight lead. catches in four games.
0: Yeah, and I'm gonna have to leave. I guess seven seven Quentin Seals is gonna let me down. I thought he was gonna be last year and this year was gonna be the up and coming receiver, but he can't stay healthy.
1: So. Right. And no question about his talent. He's a good third, third or fourth yeah, receiver.
0: But, he really is. But you got us. You can't make the tub, the club. Strong in the tub, hands. And you got to be there, yep. right? And he's Strong hurt again. And... So, and like I said, when J-Mo comes back, somebody got to go
1: comes back. He hasn't been yet. Well,
0: he's there when he comes back to the actual playing field. Comes to the playing field. All right, we're not doing the, the we not doing this again. You, yes, we are. No, we're not doing this again. Like winning, people. I'm telling you out there, we have this talk about if a game is not over, and I say that one team is winning. Michael Hare goes berserk because he claims it's not winning, it's leading. And And this this is what i got to deal with. This is what i got to deal with on these podcasts every week.
1: Hold on. You know what? My phone's ringing off the hook my other line right now with people supporting me. All
0: right. So we'll talk again next week. Uh, The one in four lines will still be one in four. I don't know if there's going to be a mob going to Dan Campbell's house yet by the fans because this is easily the most tweaked fan base ever. They jump and jump and jump off and jump on with all You know, at the drop of a hat, I'm just saying let it all play out. It'll be okay. They weren't going to win the Super Bowl this year. And I know Hard Knocks made it look that way, but this is a team in development. Now, I'm going to tell you this before we go, Mike. New York Jets, New York Giants, these are teams that were in the same area last year that have become better at the moment. Is their development plan better than the Lions? These are things you're going to see over the season. I'll put Atlanta in there, too, because they were—they got Arthur Smith last year, too. So, all these teams now starting to development. We're going to see by the end of the season who had the better plan to move forward.
1: Well, look, the Giants are 4-1 with Dable. He's a first-year coach.
0: Yeah, but they haven't played it. But we'll see how that ends up with that. but. The Jets, just, the Jets and the Lions and Atlanta and the Lions, to me, are right there. Those were teams that were all together last year, you know, at the bottom.
1: Well, it, so are the Giants, and they, and they beat the Packers last week. So you can't say they haven't beaten anybody. Yeah, but the
0: Giants had veteran players. They just had bad coaching and bad GM, so they had players. And then they they spent a lot in free agency. They went and got Galladay and other guys in free agency. So, like I'm saying, they went a different way. years win. ago. Was Brad Gallaudet. Holmes hasn't year. Brad Holmes hasn't made one big free agent signing yet. He's he's chosen to go the young route. That's why I'm saying I want to see who is right or wrong. Well, on the rebuild, but, you know. If
1: you if you want to wait, a minute, if you want to give the Giants credit for signing Kenny Galladay, then you got to give the Lions credit for not bringing him back.
0: No doubt. That's what I'm saying. He's been one of the biggest, I,
1: biggest flops
0: in history. I'm not arguing. I'm saying that's what we'll see at the end of the year, who was right. Should you go get the free agent, big free agents, and mold, mold them in with your young players? Or do the way Brad Holmes did, where he looked like he's just going to build first with the young players, and then at the end when it's time to add the high price guys, he'll add them, you know, to finish the product. That's Very the honest. way it looks like to me he's building it. Because he had the opportunity to bring in some guys, you know, Terrence Mathis, um... Guys like that over the you know off season. He didn't. He didn't choose to go spend that money. Chalk was a one year deal. That was the biggest free agent signing. So I see you, Warren. I've worn you out.
1: <laughs> Can't you see the white The white flag I'm holding. Yeah, I hear you. I give up. I I'm done.
0: You. So no, well, you
1: know what, Kenny? It's bye week, and it's uh, the passion's a little bit different in bye week. Yes, it, it is. is. Right. I just say one thing, though. Wait, one thing you talked about: the, the fans often up uh, on them and off them and on them and off them. Not on game day at Ford Field, for whatever reason, those fans have been rocking from the beginning to the end. That's these are very very lucky players to play in front of these fans. Yeah, but they're gonna
0: abuse that trust in a little while. I've been on some years. I yep. remember the Cincinnati game. With the Millen Man March game where you know, they they'll get fed up. Don't 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 think they won't.
1: I'm talking about right now. I it's know, but I'm just what saying don't
0: abuse the privilege. You know, and the Lions gotta start giving them something back. It's too much of a one way relationship right now. Those guys pack four field and they're not getting anything. And that's you know, see I gotta do another five minutes now. I wasn't even planning on doing this. No, you don't. That is the reason why I've been saying they gotta protect the home field first. They've been a terrible home team the last four years or three years since Patricia got there. They're not protected at home. And now they're what are they at home now, one and two?
1: Correct. Yeah,
0: you got, they better have a winning record at home this year.
1: No, I would agree with that. In fact, I've been writing about that every year now for the last, ever since Caldwell left. Right, that since Caldwell and left. Plus, plus winning division games. They haven't right. done that either.
0: Right. Well, when you start winning division games, you'll win home games. That's the way I see it. Those two go hand in hand. So, because like I said, if you win your home games in division, that's three of the wins right there. You only usually have eight or nine game home, you know, home stands. So, we'll see. Anyway, we'll talk about it next week as they get ready for the Dallas Cowboys and maybe Dak Prescott's return. It's possible. He's practicing this week. I don't think he's going to play this week against Philly, but I think he, it might be his coming back party uh, next
1: week. Or that, we'll stick with Cooper Rush. We'll see. And, and Dak Prescott will never play again yeah, right. <laughs> for the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. All right,
0: hey, well, that's man. it, Michael Hare. Enjoy your off week. Uh, nothing football this weekend. And uh, we'll talk next wow. week of DetroitLions.com. Michael Hare, Ken Brown from WJR. See us with Frank Ragnar every Monday, 5.30 p.m.